0: Welcome into Chicago Bears Now. I am your host, Harrison Graham. Happy Monday. Sorry for the little bit of a late start. It's been a swamp day for me, but uh, we are here. We are ready to go, and we appreciate your patience. We're going to dive into the latest news and rumors, answer your questions, and yes, another mock draft is coming your way. So, shout out your city. Let us know where you guys are tuning in from. Jaron Thomas says, What's up, HG? What's up, Jaron Thomas? We'll get some shout outs in the chat. Let us know where you guys are rocking and rolling from. We got Tim Griffin in Kiwani. We got Alan Melendez in Chi Town. Clinton, Illinois from another Josh Mountain home, Arkansas. Josue in Kansas City, Missouri. We got Conrado in Brazil. Miami from Brian. What's up, Brian? Ron Coker in Bloomington, Illinois. We got uh, Oliver in Vegas, Jesus in McAllen, Patrick in Duval. Prophetstown, Illinois from Richard. We got G. Peachy in Rochester. Our normal producer, Nick Roloff, is from Rochester. But guess who is back in the producer chair today? It's not Roly. It's the Bears hat himself, Jack, Lotta, Ray, Back in the building, Sorry, Jack. I, that that's that's wrong. My bad. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who did that. I don't know who did that. That's my bad. Roly's got NBA stuff. He's got to get ready for tonight. So no Roly. It was actually going to be Seeps, but then the Vikings signed somebody. He's our Vikings host. Look, so. look, look. Jack's always ready to they, step they, up they, to the plate. They 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 had me doing other things, but Roly couldn't go. Seeps couldn't go, so guess who stepped up? The OG. The, <laughs> the OG is back. Jack Lauderay is back in the building. Get the Jacks going. Rolly's fine. It's, we don't need a wellness check. He'll be back. Uh, he's uh, he's doing other things, so uh, we'll see him very very soon. I know Lactara's in shambles. He's the biggest Rolly. Rolly. Lactara likes Rolly more than me, which uh, is uh, is uh, is impressive work there. Uh, Rolly's gonna be back soon, fellas. Don't worry. Uh, okay, who starts against Detroit? Because, of course, Matt Eberflus refuses to give us something concrete. If you think it's going to be Justin Fields, type JF. If you think it's going to be Tyson Bajant, type TB. Who do you guys think is going to start? 82% of the live poll says Justin Fields. Ryan Thomas says JF. Ron Coker says Tyson Bagent. Michael, Clark, Bar, Richard, all going fields. Ron says Buston will start. J-Rod says fields. Another Josh. Conrado saying fields as well. Harley, Courtney, Kevin going with Bajent. We got uh, Quiet going with fields. Maxwell, Allen saying fields. So is Richard and Adam. Better be fields if he's healthy. Well, that's the thing. Is he healthy? Is he not? Who the hell knows at this point? Uh, It's got to be fields, right? It will have been over a month since the injury. It's go time. It's go time. Kent, Kenny, Dylan. We got M Xavier saying Fields. Lucian saying Bajent. Fields will start from MVP. We shall see. We'll talk into or we'll discuss in further detail, I should say, here in a little bit more on what Matty Berflus had to say earlier today. Sam Lactara says, update everyone on the uh, Bears now fantasy standings. Good call. I can do my league since Rolly isn't in here. Thursday we'll have a larger update, but uh, I'll go ahead and update um, my league. Remember, two leagues. I'm commissioner in one. Rolly's commissioner in one. My league, uh, Chris Ashford and Dustin Reinhart tied at 7-2. and two. Uh, This is going into Monday Night Football tonight. Uh, I'm 6-3. and three. Uh, I've won six out of seven after an 0-2 start. Jason Maynard six and in three as well. So is Garrett Hanley. Uh, and then we've got Bijan Mustard, Team Club Dub, uh, Ridley. Me this all at four and five. James Allen, uh, Corbin Britton three and six. And then Tito and um, and Marty K both at uh, two and seven. We'll get Rolly standings at you guys next week. Uh, number two, what is your favorite internet meme of all time? And then Team Rolly forever. Rolly's gonna be back, Sammy. Favorite internet meme of all time. I mean, it's been a while, and I don't, actually, how do you guys feel about the Crying Jordan meme, being Chicago sports fans? It's like, I'm a Bears, but like, I'm not necessarily a diehard Bulls fan. Crying Jerome more. Um, What's y'all's favorite meme? That's a good one. That's a good one. I don't know if I have like a clear favorite one. You know what? I love the, uh, I don't know if it's a meme or, or if it's more considered a different category of clip. I love the Shannon Sharp where he's, like, hyped on Mountain Dew where he's like, oh, yeah. Like, I love that clip. I also love the, uh, the Stephen A., we do not care. Like, that one, <laughs> that one's really good as well. Stephen A. on crack is, is a good one. But uh, there's some good ones. There's some good ones. All right, appreciate it, uh, uh, We do have to show some love to our sponsors here on Chicago Bears Now, starting with Rocket Money, the best personal finance app that will find and cancel any unwanted subscriptions that you may have. They'll monitor your spending, help lower your bills all in one place. What's cool about Rocket Money, when you sign up at rocketmoney.com slash bears now, it'll list out all of your subscriptions in one place, tell you exactly how much you're spending per month, in total and on each one and then you can click the cancel button next to any subscription you no longer want they will cancel it for you so take advantage of that monitor your spending set budgets keep track of your expenses rocket money does it all they'll send you updates throughout the month as well if you do set those budgets so keep track of your expenses my wife and i have been using rocket money ever since our son pj was born it really helps us stay on top of our spending we are also sponsored by prize picks the best daily fantasy sports app on the market right now prize picks uh is awesome best daily fantasy game football season in full swing nba underway i've got a little monday night football three player entry here less than 277 and a half passing yards for josh allen give me the more on javante williams rushing and the more on Cortland sutton receiving that's 10 to 150 you can win up to 25 times your money by going to prizepix.com slash CLNS, our code CLNS when you sign up uh, is going to get you a deposit match all the way up to $100. If you sign up with 20 bucks, they'll give you 20. If you sign up with 50, they'll give you 50. If you sign up with 100, they will match it up to 100 bucks. But you got to go to the link below, prizepix.com slash CLNS, and use our code CLNS to get a deposit match up to $100. Start playing daily fantasy sports today with prize Picks. Link is in the live chat. Okay, uh, should the Bears sign Jack Jones, the cornerback for the Patriots, who's a good player, but he's got some off-field concerns? He did in college. He does in the. He's had some in the NFL. He got cut earlier today. If you don't know who Jack Jones is, you can just say I don't know who the hell that is. Uh, but um, let me know. S for sign, P for pass. He's a corner. Chris Aldridge says pass. Kevin says pass. Ron Wynarski says pass as well. We'll talk about it on today's show. I'm not, like, dying to sign Jack Jones, but he's talented. Definitely talented. As producer Jack Lotteray says, ASU legend. What are they now? Two and eight? Oh, was... did they really? UCLA is kind of tanked here. Wow. This is a throw. This is a throwaway year for the old Sun Devils, so any wins a win. Let's go. them will get those boys on track. They, they 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 couldn't make a bowl, so it's like you know, let's just not get hurt and just have fun. I think is the vibe. What's their record now? Is it two and eight or three and seven? Might be three and seven. Let's see, seventeen to seven. Jesus, man. Yeah, they're they're three and seven now. Oregon at home, but then Arizona at home to, to end the year. Let's go, Sun Devils. Let's go to Tito with the five. He says, uh, having the number one, number five picks, I love Marvin Harrison, but if we trade down, get a haul, we can get that wide receiver from Florida State. Been watching him a lot. He's a beast. And LT position, left tackle. Keon Coleman from Florida State. Malik Neighbors from LSU, two studs behind Marvin Harrison Jr. I still would love to have MHJ. Uh, you could go Joe or Olu Fashanu at left tackle. Uh, as well. So yeah, that's certainly an avenue you could go. Um, Latu from UCLA, the edge rusher, he's rising up draft board, so it's going to be interesting. going to be interesting to see, A, what picks the Bears get, and B, what direction they decide to go in. Win or lose, if you got the Bears back, hit that like button. Like the video. Let's go. we got to get to 100 likes. Once we get to 100 likes, we'll kick off today's show. So hit that like button. Let's go. we got 52 likes. We need 100. Need 100. Christian says Latu is too injury prone. He's had some injuries. Let me see. What is his specific injury history? What is his specific injury history? He has had some injuries. I know that. Let's see. Let's see. Hit that like button. What are we up to? We got 79 likes. We need 21 more. Gary Gwynn. I don't know if I've seen Gary Gwynn. Oh, the Justin Sexuals. Let's, let's chill with the Justin Sexuals. Yeah, he did have injuries in 2020 and 2021 at Washington. <laughs> Yeah. I don't think. I don't know if they're thinking about Jack Jones. I just thought it was an interesting topic. Interesting. Jalen Carter's girlfriend allegedly caught shoplifting. Allegedly. Five more likes and we can dive into the latest Bears news and rumors. Bring back baby PJ. He's actually sick right now. So I got to do this show and get home and make sure him and mom are okay. But. (laughs) He'll be alright. He'll be alright. But he'll he'll be on the show again. Dump her ASAP. I'm not dumping my wife. Oh, are you talking about Jalen Carter, the girlfriend? <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Maybe. You know, we'll see what they do. Okay, here we go. Chicago Bears now. Tune it in. Let's get after it. News and rumors, your questions, plus my latest mock draft. Let's dive into today's live show. We kick off Chicago Bears now with an update on Justin Fields. My name is Harrison Graham and the latest on Justin Fields is that well, Matt Eberflus essentially refused to offer a concrete update on the Bears quarterback saying we'll know more Wednesday. We'll dive into this in just a moment, but hit the subscribe button if you would please. We're like 30 subs away from 79,000 here on Chicago Bears Now. I want to wake up on Tuesday morning with that 79,000-plus subscribers. That would really mean a lot to me. News, rumors, more videos on a daily basis, multiple videos most days as well. So hit that sub button, turn on the notifications. That way you never miss an episode here on Chicago Bears Now. All right, here's what Matt Eberflew said earlier today about Justin Fields' injury status. He said... I think he's in a good spot. We just need more time. We need teamwork, like practice, essentially. We need that, and we'll eventually get there. We're just not there right now. Just functioning in the game of football. That's the big part of it, and that's really the only update I have. Here's the thing, Floose. That's not an update. Saying he's in a good spot and we need more time, I mean, is that an update? Because that's what you said last week. Why? Like, look. Some people believe, oh, don't don't tell the public anything, competitive advantage, whatever. And I'm sure some of you guys agree with that, and that's fine. But like, why not just be like, hey, we think he's he's in a good position to play on Sunday, but we can't 100% say at this time. I mean, even that's not giving away anything. But like, we think we were in a good spot, uh, but blah, blah 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 blah. That's all I have. Like, just offer us more. That's what we've heard for weeks now, basically. I know there's been. Uh, incremental improvements because he has practice in some capacity, uh, but uh, that's definitely uh, definitely a little frustrating here. You look at Fields and Bajent this year. Fields playing starting six games, Bajent starting four, playing in five, and uh, obviously Tyson's uh, accuracy has been a little higher, a lot more underneath throws, et cetera. They both have six picks. Fields just happens to have eight more touchdown passes. I've been impressed with Bajent's mobility. He can actually, actually move around a little bit better than I think people thought, but surely Fields will be ready, right? Like, if he doesn't play on Sunday, that'll be his fifth missed game in a row. I will honestly have major questions at that point. Like, did you just misdiagnose the injury timetable, if that's the case? I know they're kind of uh, stuck in terms of how many players they could bring back from IR, so they can't – anyone that goes on IR the rest of the season will not be eligible to return from IR, assuming Khalil Herbert's activated, because – uh, you only can reactivate eight players from IR, and they've already done it seven times. Herbert's number eight. So I can buy that. Like, oh, well, we couldn't put him on IR because we were out of spots. But there was a point where like, they thought he might play against New Orleans, and this would be two more games after that. He obviously didn't play four days later against the Carolina Panthers, and now... We're four days after the Panthers game, and Flues is refusing to offer something more concrete. Now, maybe he's playing coy. Maybe he just wants to wait till Wednesday to announce it. Full. Sure, that's fine, but I'll say this. If he doesn't play Sunday, that's 35 days since he last played in a football game and suffered that injury, well over a month. I'll have real questions at that point uh, about what is exactly happening. Now, who do you guys believe will start – against the Detroit Lions this Sunday. If you do think it's going to be Justin Fields, which I actually do, I think he'll start, type JF. If you think it's going to be Tyson Bajant, type TB for Tyson Bajant. Who starts in Week 11 against Detroit? Penn comment on today's show. JF for Justin Fields or TB for Tyson Bajant? Could the Bears sign Jack Jones from the New England Patriots? He was released on Monday uh, due to attitude concerns and seems like it's kind of been building in this direction. Doug Kyed had the note that Jack Jones was given an opportunity to improve his attitude this week in Germany because the Patriots played in Germany and didn't per source. As a result, he was waived. Now, if you're not familiar with Jack Jones, he was Fourth-round pick uh, in 2022. He's been pretty productive in the games he has been able to play since the start of last season. Seven breakups, couple of picks. I don't know if he's necessarily like a high-level starter, but I think he's a really good backup in terms of pure talent and a guy who can start. Uh, he's talented. There's no doubt about it. Uh, but there's a reason he fell to the fourth round coming out of Arizona State because he had some troubles there. Uh, we'll take a look at kind of his uh, history and his uh, – Kind of journey to getting released by the Patriots in the middle of a season in a minute and explore whether or not the Bears should sign him. But first, Rocket Money. Gotta save you money. So download the Rocket Money app today. It is a personal finance app uh, that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. It's 2023 and it appears we can't buy things anymore. We can only subscribe to them There's subscriptions for everything these days, from streaming services to razors, etc., Uh, and it can feel impossible to keep tabs on what you're paying for each month. That's why I love Rocket Money. It lists out all of your subscriptions on one screen, tells you exactly how much you're paying per month, and in reality, you're probably spending over $200 on all these different subscriptions. So if you decide you want to scale back, you can click the cancel button next to any subscription that you no longer want, they will cancel it for you and you can start saving money on a monthly basis. With over 5 million users and counting, Rocket Money has helped save its customers an average of $720 per year and $1 billion in total savings so far. Be a part of that billion plus uh, that Rocket Money has helped save its customers up to this point. So stop wasting money on things you don't use, cancel those unwanted subscriptions, and fill up your pockets rocketmoney.com slash Now That is the place to download the app today, rocketmoney.com slash bearsnow. Start saving money with Rocket Money. It's an awesome personal finance app. Link's in the comments and in the description. Look at the Bears' cornerback room. You know, normally I'd be pretty open to you know bringing a guy like this in, you know, take a chance. He's got talent and, you know, no harm, no foul. It's It would be a cheap type of pickup. But the Bears' cornerback room is honestly very – deep like it's it's a good group right like Jalen Johnson Tyreek Stevenson Kyler Gordon I know Terrell Smith has been dealing with mono but I think he's going to be back soon and he's a rookie so you've got him under contract for a while Jalen Jones is a young second-year player so is Josh Blackwell so I like the Bears cornerback depth sure he's got more talent probably than a Josh Blackwell or a Jalen Jones but those guys also play uh key Uh, roles on special teams, and they don't have the -the off-the-field concerns that Jack Jones has. He had multiple issues at Arizona State. Uh, This past offseason, he had an incident at an airport where he had a gun. That wasn't a good situation. Before Week 9 against the Commanders, he missed curfew, uh, which uh, was a big part uh, that led to this uh, uh, release by New England. And then uh, today, of course, he got waived. So uh, it's been a bit of a tumultuous ride for Jack Jones. Yes, the talent is there, but at the same time, the Bears cornerback room is actually one of the better position groups on this football team, so I'm not necessarily expecting Ryan Poles uh, to go out and sign this guy at this point in time. Now, maybe you guys agree, maybe you disagree. Should the Bears sign Jack Jones? Type S for sign if you do want him, or type P for pass if you don't want him. What say you? Let me know in the comment section, should the Bears sign Jack Jones? the Bears have a tough stretch ahead coming up on their schedule? Obviously, Chicago's schedule coming into the season, and honestly, up to this point in the season, hasn't been all that difficult. But the Bears' next four games are quietly pretty tough, if we're being completely honest. Look at this five-week stretch with four games in there. At Detroit this Sunday, they're seven and two. At Minnesota on Monday Night Football on a short week, uh, they're uh, six and four. They've won five in a row. Josh Dobbs is playing well. Then you got the bye. Then you got Detroit at home off the bye week, and then you go to Cleveland, who just beat Baltimore and is six and three on the season. Like, this is a tough stretch coming up, which honestly is why you need Justin Fields to play. Like, you want to get as fair of an evaluation as you can. Hey, have him strap up in these games against tough opponents and uh, see how he performs. And if he performs well, that would show me a lot. If he doesn't, it's like, well, it was already inconsistent and against tougher competition. He didn't rise to the occasion. That probably makes your decision easier this offseason if you're Ryan Poles uh, in terms of what you do at quarterback, which, again, I think the week one starting quarterback next year will be one of these three players, Justin Fields, who's currently on your roster, Caleb Williams, the USC quarterback, or Drake May, the North Carolina quarterback. I don't necessarily see a scenario where it's someone else. I, I'll give a tiny percent chance to Tyson Bagent if you move on from Fields and whoever you get to replace him isn't quite ready to start. Maybe Bajent could be your week one starter. But in terms of long term, I think one of these three quarterbacks is almost certainly. I'd put it 90 plus percent uh, slated to be that guy starting in 2024. And I just feel like it's now or never for Fields. Like, this is why you got to get him back on the football field. Like, if he can ball out during this tough stretch coming up, he might just be able to convince Ryan Poles he's worth committing to in 2024. I, I've been on the record. I think the Bears, I think there's a very real chance that they have pretty much decided that they're moving on from Fields. But he could still change their mind, especially if he plays really good over the next month or so. So I hope he's ready to play Sunday. I hope he plays well, and I hope he can stack some games here. Because if he can, if nothing else, he increases his trade value. But maybe, just maybe, he convinces Ryan Poles he can be the guy here uh, and he gets another year. I think he has a lot of convincing to do for that to be the case. But you never know at the end of the day. Who will the Bears quarterback be next year? Who's going to be the starter in 2024? If you think it's going to be Justin Fields or Tyson Bagent or Caleb Williams or Drake May, drop the name in the comments. Maybe it's someone else in the draft. Maybe it's a free agent. Who will be the Bears starting quarterback in 2024? All right, guys, it's going to do it for today's episode of Chicago Bears. Now, again, we are almost at 79,000 subscribers. Help us get there. We would greatly appreciate it. Bear down. All right. Got some mucus. J-Rod with the super chat. Shout out to J-Rod. He says, if we pull the number one pick, I say trade down to number two or three. Get a few extra picks out of that. If it's uh, the Pats or Giants, we could end up with Marvin Harrison and still grab Olu or Joe All at five. Roll with Justin Fields in 2024. Definitely possible. If you get the number one pick and don't want to draft a quarterback, ideally you would trade down. I mean, I'd still be okay with going Marvin Harrison number one, but ideally you trade to two or three and you still could get Marvin Harrison uh, if one of those teams wants the number one pick. So uh, we'll see what happens, J-Rod. But, uh, yeah, you certainly uh, you certainly have options in that scenario. From Brett Johnson, does it make sense to start tanking soon? If so, why not sit Fields and keep him healthy for a trade? Because I think you still want to I, – I just think you owe it to him to give him every chance to prove to you that he can be the guy. And I think you owe it to yourself to just evaluate and try to increase his trade value. Like, if you sit him the rest of the year, what are you getting for him in a trade in the offseason? Maybe it can't drastically change. I mean, maybe it's a day-two pick regardless, but um, I think you play him. I, I don't think sitting him the rest of the season makes sense. So that's my stance, but – I had a long weekend, fellas. I was at a wedding. I was on a flight last night. Uh, Sick baby at home, so it's uh, got a lot going on here. But uh, yeah, I I would play him, Brett. I would play him. Daily basis, if there's a time that we need Montez Sweat to overperform, it's probably this week. To be honest, getting Marvin Harrison is so critical to me. More critical than getting Caleb or Drake May. I I really want to get Marvin Harrison, man. Now, if you get to a point where it's clear you have to draft the quarterback, then you have to draft the quarterback. But uh, I think Marvin Harrison's special. I think he's the best player in this draft. I think if you pair him with DJ Moore, you could have the best one-two punch at receiver in the NFL within a year maybe. I, I really think it could happen. Um, so, yeah, it's it's the potential is unreal. All right, let me know who's going to be the Bears starting quarterback in 2024. Who do you guys think? Fields, Bo Nix better than Drake May. Uh, I wouldn't go that far. Tom Brady, yes. No one from Tim Griffin. They're not going to have a quarterback. Corey Lowe says Jay Cutler. Christian says Nathan Peterman. You guys are something. We lose if Fields plays Detroit. So you think Bagent's beating Detroit? I mean, Bajan went 2-2. Two and two. He beat a Raiders team that fired their coach the next week. And then he beat the Panthers, arguably the worst team in the NFL, by three points. I give him credit for going two and two. When your backup plays, you just want him to go 500. But let's not act like Tyson Bajan going into Detroit and winning is some likely scenario. I I don't think Fields going in there and winning is a likely scenario. But I think you have a better chance of beating him. I think you have a better chance of beating him. Hashtag Bears or Super Chat to get your questions on the show. It is hashtag Bears or Super Chat to get those questions in. If you have questions about quarterback, draft, free agency, this upcoming game, load them up right now. Hashtag Bears or Super Chat. Get your questions on the show. Robert says, Jim Harbaugh quits coaching to play QB for the Bears again. Seems likely. Seems likely. How old is Jimmy these days? Like I think he's 59. I think I looked this up recently. Jim Harbaugh age. 59 years old. He turned 60 next month. 60 next month. Man, I could use a CZ right now. You want to run and go get me one? Appreciate that, Jack. Jack's going to give me a little caffeine. Little caffeine. Fortnite says we need Harbaugh. Daryl says I met Justin Fields. MVP says Bears 30, Alliance, 23, book it. So I will say this, if the Bears beat the Lions, Matt Eberfluson, with one win, would do two things he's never done before. One, be the first time he's won back-to-back games. Still has not done that. One last week, so a win this week would accomplish that. Two, it'd be his first NFC North win. He's 0-8 in the division, which is just mind-blowing. 0-8? How is that possible? How is that possible? Thank you, good sir. David Montgomery had a 75-yard touchdown run. That cut was nasty, too. Monty's a good football player, man. He may not be the highest yards per carry guy in the world, but guy could play football. Dave, we'll kick off our mailbag. We'll get your super chat high up there, so stay tuned. We'll hit those super chats we haven't gotten to right off the top here. So, Hashtag Bears or super chat. Let's dive into your questions here on Chicago Bears now, so stick with us here. In just a second when Jack is ready to, uh, to get the graphics going here. Uh, you good? Oh, man. All right. Mailbag time coming up right now. Before we jump into the Chicago Bears mailbag, my name is Harrison Graham. Win or lose if you got the Bears back or at least my back on this channel. Like the video. Hit the like button. Come on. Let's get 1,000 likes today. I appreciate all the love and support. We love the Bears. Hopefully you like this video. Hit that like button. All right, let's kick this mailbag off. We got Miles saying, if Tevin Jenkins stays healthy the rest of the season, should the Bears extend him this offseason? It's an interesting question, Miles. I've seen some articles talk about this. I'm sure it's been discussed, Chicago Sports Radio. Tevin Jenkins is having a nice season. I mean, uh, the PFF grade suggests so, above average across the board, although I think his grade's should be higher to be honest. He hadn't given up a sack. He's mauling people in the run game. Uh, I think those grades should be a tick higher, but he's been really good since he's come back from injury where he missed the first four games. He's been able to play uh, in the last uh, six games. And I do think if he can prove that he can play the rest of the season staying healthy, that would be 13 games in a row uh, to finish this season without any health issues. Uh, then uh, that would impress me now. We're a long way from that. He's played he's played six in a row here. Can he do another seven? Uh, the most games he's played in the season is 13. The max he can play this year is 13. But you just think about the potential of this offensive line right now. Obviously, Nate Davis has been injured. Uh, the center position is still a problem. But Tevin Jenkins and Darnell Wright are two cornerstones if healthy. Nate Davis is a solid guard. I like Braxton Jones at left tackle, so whether it's him, Joe Walt, or Olu Fashanu, I think you got a good option over there. Olu or all would probably be an upgrade from Jones, at least long-term, but Braxton's been really good as well. You plug Nate Davis back at guard once he's healthy, for, especially just thinking about next year. All you need is a center to at least have an above-average offensive line, potentially a top-ten group. I mean, this this group could really come together, and Tevin Jenkins is definitely a big part of that. So what do you guys think? Should the Bears extend Tevin Jenkins after this season? Type E for extend him or W for wait, because he'll be under contract next year, so you could play it out, see if he could put together an even more healthy season. But maybe you get a discount on him because uh, of that injury history. Maybe you build in certain benchmarks, incentives based on games played. Uh, I'll be curious to see how Ryan Poles approaches this. If you can get a somewhat uh, team friendly deal, I'd be open to it because he's a really, really good football player. From Fortnite, man, I hope Fields is the guy. He's such an athlete. Appreciate the super chat. Yeah, in a perfect world, Justin Fields plays Unreal the rest of the season, and you don't have to draft a quarterback. You can draft Marvin Harrison. You can draft Joe all or Fashana. You can draft Leatu Latu. You can go in a lot of different directions, but um, we'll see. I think he's got to prove more. I think Ryan Poles needs to see more, if I'm being honest. Orlando D, what would it cost to keep Justin Fields in Chicago one more year, and would he agree to terms? He's under contract. Technically, you could have him for two more years. You have him under contract next year, and then the fifth-year option, if you want to exercise it, which you'll have to decide this offseason, it'd be about $20 million for uh, 2025, which is a lot, but it's not ungodly amount for a quarterback, especially if he ends up being good, so... Um, you've got team control still Um, next year I think his cap hits like six million bucks so nothing crazy playing out his rookie deal so yeah Orlando you're uh if you want to bring him back there's there's nothing stopping the Bears from doing so he's under contract Dave O'Dowd what are the odds we go with Marvin Harrison and Brock Bowers our offense would be top 10 I mean yeah you want to just like that would be like a Madden type of move where like you're just like you know what we're going to draft MHJ and Bowers. We're going to run two receiver, two tight end sets with DJ Moore, Marvin Harrison, Cole Komet, and Brought Bowers, and we're just going to light people up. Um, if you get an adequate center, I'm open to the idea. Now, at some point, you got to add a defensive tackle, maybe do that in free agency. I'm not opposed to it, Dave. If you think Braxton Jones is the guy at left tackle, and if you think Justin Fields uh, – with that amount of talent, can at least be an above-average quarterback, if nothing else. Then, yeah, I mean that's that's fun to think about. That's that's a that's a bit of a yolo move, but I'm I'm not completely against it, Dave. And Brock Bowers is such a good blocker that he's almost an extra offensive lineman in the run game as well. So I uh, I, I I am a fan of this idea. It wouldn't be the top scenario, but uh, I'm certainly open to it. All right, guys, today's show is sponsored by Rocket Money. Did you know that 80% of people have subscriptions that they have forgotten about? Seriously, it's too easy to subscribe to a free trial of something and then completely forget about it once you stop using it. And then guess what? That's when the monthly charges start rolling in. That's why I'm a big fan of Rocket Money, a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. Rocket Money can negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill, and Rocket Money will take care of the rest. They also let you monitor all of your expenses in one place, recommend custom budgets for you based on your past spending. They'll even send you notifications when you've reached your spending limits. Think about that. Set your budgets. They'll send you notifications. Hey, you're almost there. And uh, you can really stay on top of your spending. It's something my wife and I have had to do now that we have a seven-month-old at home in daycare, which costs a lot of money. You know, his expenses are adding up. It's the holidays, Christmas shopping, all that stuff. So you really got to uh, be careful on your other bills on a monthly basis decide what's worth spending on. And com slash bears now is going to help you save that Money Get started with Rocket Money today. It's rocketmoney.com slash bears now. Check the comments. Check the description. It is Rocket Money. Appreciate you guys for checking out Rocket Money today. From Sealand with the 20, what's up Sealand? Appreciate you tuning in. Any legitimate free agent quarterbacks next year you see working in Chicago. So we took a look at some 2024 free agent Sealand. If you haven't seen that video, go check it out. But some of the names that were on there, Kirk Cousins, a free agent coming off of torn Achilles is going to be 35 years old. I don't see him as a realistic option to be honest, but guess you never know. Other names are like Baker Mayfield, Ryan Tannehill. I mean, you're talking about guys like that. Um, you know, what's an interesting one. If you want like a stopgap option. Now, let me double check that he's a free agent. I didn't mention him at the time. Uh, Josh Dobbs might be a free agent here. With what he's doing, it's pretty interesting. Now, he's not a long-term answer. At least, I don't think so. This would be quite a story if this all turned into him being a long-term answer somewhere. But if you want, like, a stopgap guy, those are some names we're talking about, which is why, to me, it's either Fields of the Draft. Like, unless you think Kirk Cousins can be a high-level starter for three or four years, but I just, I don't know. I'm lukewarm on that idea. Nixon Panful, cheers. Here are my draft options. Trade Justin Fields, draft Caleb, and a left tackle. Number two, keep Justin Fields, draft Marvin Harrison, and a left tackle or defensive tackle. um, Newton, not sure who Newton is. Number three, keep Justin Fields and draft Marvin Harrison Jr., a left tackle uh, and defensive tackle Newton. Who is Newton, uh, Nixon? Help me out. Producer Jack's looking and draft Bo Nix. Uh, Without knowing who Newton is, I feel like I'm just... Jajon Newton? I don't know who we're talking about here, Nixon. Uh, But um, I don't think there's an defensive tackle that's going to go top 10, based on the early draft research I've been doing. So, um, plays for Illinois. Huh. Okay, If that's who you're talking about, I'm not sure. But based on this... I think the ideal scenario is number two, where you draft fields, and then you either add a left tackle or BPA, whatever. Um, More realistic scenario is probably one where you trade fields, draft a quarterback, not necessarily Caleb, could be Drake, uh, and a left tackle or Marvin Harrison, something like that. So there you go. Alan Melendez, if you think about it, the results of our first top two picks. Yeah, Jerzon Newton, I think that's who you're talking about. Uh, I'm not sure where he's going to go in the draft, so it's hard to answer that. Uh, but uh, if you think about the results of our first two picks, Alan asks, will largely depend on how well Justin and Braxton perform the rest of the season? Yeah, I mean, look, um, I think those are two players to really watch. I think Braxton Jones in the two games, two games since he's come back, two and a half, whatever, um, he's been good. He looks good. Um, you know, he's not a perfect player, but he, he he's really mobile. He moves well. Uh, I think his uh, his fundamentals have improved. You know, that anchor is still not top tier, but it's better this year. I think he's gotten stronger. I think he's adequate. Like, I don't think you have to force the issue at left tackle. Now, if you're Ryan Poles and you think Joe Alt or Olufoshano is a generational player, like, you know, plug-and-play, 10-year starter, Pro Bowls, maybe some All-Pros, then, yeah, that's hard to turn down. And then, you know, you have maybe the best swing tackle in the NFL in Braxton Jones. But um, if you feel good about him moving forward, then – you can go in a different direction. You can draft a different player. So you got options uh, depending on how Jones and obviously Fields play the rest of the season. Subscribe to the channel daily. Chicago Bears news, rumors, mailbags like this one. If you uh, join us live, hit that subscribe button. We're going to have you covered all the time here on Chicago Bears Now. Arc invasion, keep Justin Fields till Arch Manning goes in the draft. Can we watch Arch Manning play a single down of college football? He hasn't even played a game of college football yet. Um, I'm sure he's going to be a good player. I'm sure he's going to be talented. I know he's talented, but we got to watch him play. Um, And by the way, he's not draft eligible until 2026. (laughs) So you're saying keep Justin Fields for two more years, no matter what? I I like Justin Fields, but you can't just blindly say, yeah, we're going to pick up his fifth-year option, and no matter what the results are, he is starting in the next two years. That's that's not going to happen. Tim Griffin, how many players on offense do you see being cut at the end of the year? I mean, Cody Whitehair is the obvious uh, answer. Lucas Patrick's already a free agent after this year, so you don't have to cut him. But I like Cody Whitehair in terms of cut. Darnell Mooney's a free agent, so you got to make a decision on him. I don't know who else you'd potentially cut. I don't think you're going to cut Khalil Herbert. I don't think you're going to cut Kari Blasen game, I think he signed a two-year deal. Um, So it's it's white hair. White is the cut candidate. There's no doubt. Who is your favorite bear of all time? Number one favorite bear. Mine is Devin Hester. I can't say Walter Payton because I never watched him play. In terms of who I enjoyed watching the most, I would say Devin Hester. Now, who the best bear is, that's a different answer. But my favorite bear of all time is Devin Hester. So let me know who your favorite bear is. I'm seeing some Earlackers in there. I'm seeing Thomas Jones, Sweetness, Devin Hester, Walter Payton, Acker. All good answers. Let us know who your favorite bear is. From X, hot take, but we will have a top 10-0 line next year. If you get an adequate center, that is – I don't think that's a hot take. I mean, I, I, think, I think Darnell Wright is already a fringe top 10 right tackle, if not higher. I think Tevin Jenkins is a top 10 guard in this league when healthy. I really do. And, you know, I think Braxton Jones is above average at left tackle. And I think Nate Davis is at least an average guard when healthy. So if you get an adequate center in there, I don't think you're going to have a top three O 0 line. But top 10, I think that's possible. I do think it's possible. I don't think you're that far away on the offensive line. It's just center and left guard recently with Lucas Patrick and Cody Whitehair when Nate Davis hurt, it's just been that bad. It's been hard to watch. All right, last word here from DC Viper. What kind of haul could you see this year for the first pick if the Bears get it again? And could it be larger than the DJ Moore trade? It's hard to say, DC. The only difference that I would point out is I highly doubt Ryan Poles would trade down as far as he did this time. Remember last year, you traded trade down all the way from one to nine. So that was part of the reason why you got a player of the caliber of DJ Moore. It's like, let's just, I'm just going to throw something out there. Let's say the Bears get the first pick from Carolina and their own pick is six. You have one and six. Right now they have one and five. Let's say it's one and six. I don't want to trade further down than three. Now, that doesn't mean I'm not open for business for teams lower than three, but you're really going to have to convince me. And the reason for that is, is I want to have the option to either take one of the quarterbacks or Marvin Harrison Jr. if I'm Ryan Poles, Even if I come to the conclusion that I'm keeping Justin Fields, I still want to pick in the top three. I want Marvin Harrison to be there. Now, in theory, Marvin Harrison could go top two, but if that happens in a scenario where you trade down to three, let's say a team trades up, takes Caleb Williams one, the team selecting two takes Marvin Harrison over the other quarterback, and you're sitting there at three, well, then on the day of the draft, you could trade down again in that scenario because a team will come calling and and draft strike May. So I I don't want to trade down further than three at least – Pre draft night uh, because I want that scenario in play where on draft night, one of the quarterbacks or Marvin Harrison Jr. is 100% guaranteed to be there when I make my selection. Be sure to follow me on Twitter where we can continue the conversation and on Instagram at HGramNFL. I've got some DMs to catch up on. Had a wedding. Uh, to go to Batch Party the weekend before, so I'm a little behind, but uh, I'll get after it and uh, hit you guys back. At HGramNFL, appreciate the love and support both here on the channel and on social media. Uh, love you guys. Bear down. Super Chat just flying in here from Robert Ratcliffe. Uh, appreciate it, Robert. If Poles keeps fluce and Getsy, they will trade Fields. If Poles hires offensive-minded coach, they will keep Fields and draft Marvin Harrison and a left tackle. Um, maybe, maybe, although polls still makes the personnel decisions just because an offensive coach comes in here. doesn't mean they're going to, um, they're going to go off full offense, but I do kind of agree if Getze is still here, which ah, even if Flew stays, I kind of think Getze is going to get fired, but we'll see. Um, but if Getze is here, I do think fields is probably gone. Um, so yeah, I think something will change between Blues, Getze, and Fields. I don't think that trio runs it back unless Fields balls out the rest of the year and the Bears win, like, five of their final seven games. Like, barring that, I, I just don't see it. Favorite Bear of all time? Let me know. While you do, let me know. We'll get the Sam Tara. 30 bucks away from $100. If we cross $100, I'll do a beer bong. Bears, Mount Rushmore, Cody Parkey, Valus Jones, Chris Conti, Cade McNown. You had to do it, Lochte? Come on. You know, the Monday Blues are already tough enough. Hey, Lactar is a real one. He's a real one, but this is just pain. This is just pain. Tough. Tough, tough, tough. Like I said, if across $100, I will do a beer bong. We are less than 30 away. Mike Brown from D. We got Walter Payton from Chris M. Gail Sayers from The Smoke. Santi says Devin Hester. Conti was better than that. That's also true. Beer bong from The Smoke. 30 bucks. We'll do it. Devin Hester from Santi. Matt Forte from Christian. John Poston says butt kiss. Conti picks six Cutler. Caleb Haney equals the goat. Caleb Haney was goaded. Good times. Good times. All right, let's get to my Bears mock draft 5.0. I cannot believe I'm already doing my fifth mock draft here of the season. But, hey, it's where you are, when you have the number one pick, it's uh, that's how things go. Here we go, mock draft 5.0 coming up here on Chicago Bears. Now, actually, real quick, I'm going to change the poll here. Change the poll here. One second are you tired of Bears mock draft videos? Yes or no? We're asking it in this segment. I'm asking it in the chat as well. All right, you guys ready? Let's get into it. Bears mock draft 5.0. We are diving into it. I'm Harrison Graham. It's time for another Chicago Bears mock draft 5.0. It's week 11 and it's my fifth mock draft and hey when you're back in the number one pick uh situation it's kind of hard to not cook another one up so here we go we're gonna dive into my latest mock draft in just a moment but just to catch you guys up on what the top five looks like the bears hold the number one pick via carolina also the number five pick dropped with their own pick a few spots uh but uh still in the top five giants patriots and cardinals all sitting there with two wins uh tiebreaker goes to strength of schedule and uh The Giants have the softest strength of schedule out of those three teams, so that's where things sit right now. A lot of fluidity. Giants and Patriots play in a couple weeks. That'll be big. Bears play the Cardinals later this season. That'll be big. So we'll see where things go from here. Before we get into my mock draft, you can be honest with me: Are you tired of Bears mock drafts? Like, we're not going to stop doing them completely because it's such a big topic, and the Bears have two top five picks, but. If you're tired of them we can space them out more you know we've been doing one at least every other week for the last several weeks sometimes every week like last week we did one doing another one this week so type y3s yes, type in for no it's going to be the pinned comment so reply right there let me know if you are tired of bears mock drafts all right uh, trade alert i'm trading down for the number one overall pick let's have some fun shall we uh patriots came con we used the pff mock draft simulator and there's always teams looking to call up and the patriots uh we made this deal 367 uh, this year, so I dropped two spots, pick up a third and a first next year uh, for the number one pick. And no, I did not force the trade. It's one of those deals where it kind of tells you how likely it is to accept the trade, and it said very likely. Now, I don't know if it would happen in real life, but I would ask for something big for the number one pick in this draft. Move down two spots, give me a third and a first next year. I think that's uh, that's a pretty reasonable deal if you are the Chicago Bears. And with the number three pick. In the NFL Draft, in this Bears Mock Draft, I am selecting Arvin harrison Jr., the wide receiver out of Ohio State. I got to tell you, folks, this kid is nothing short of fantastic. 59 catches, over 1,000 yards, 12 touchdowns. He's averaging 18 yards per catch, even though he's clearly Ohio State's top weapon on offense. I've said it for well over a month. I'm going to say it again. Marvin Harrison Jr. is the best player in college football. He should be a Heisman finalist. I think there's an argument to be had that he should win the Heisman trophy. Kyle McCord, Ohio State's quarterback, isn't bad, but he's the worst quarterback they've had in a while. He is not on C.J. Stroud's level. He is not uh, on Justin Fields' level. Um, I don't even know if he's on J.T. Barrett's level in terms of a college quarterback, Uh, Marvin Harrison special man I mean last week they crushed Michigan State he's got the first three touchdowns of the game I mean it's just unreal what this guy is doing first three first two I can't remember now he's dominating that's all that matters and uh, I want him in Chicago and if you are with me if you want Marvin Harrison Jr. in Chicago spam MHJ in the comments MHJ MHJ Let's get Marvin Harrison Jr. to the Chicago Bears. Ryan Poles, make it happen. Leotu Latu, the edge rusher from UCLA. I thought about trading down again, but I didn't find a good trade. Like the best offer I got was to trade down all the way to 15. I didn't want to go that far. so And I wanted to mix it up. Full disclosure, Olu Fashanu went fourth, so Brock Bowers was available. So was Joe Alt. But I'm mixing it up two is a high riser. I've seen him go as high as number three in mock drafts, and I know I've said it recently, I don't think an edge goes top five, but he might. If anyone does, it's 2. He's having a special season for the UCLA Bruins. I mean, the numbers he's putting up is just ridiculous uh, for UCLA uh, this season. 39 tackles this year. He's got 11 sacks, uh, 18 and a half tackles for loss, his PFF grade is right at 93. I mean, he's doing it all for UCLA and that defense. Uh, he's a damn good player. Now he's had some injury concerns. Washington transfer had some injuries there, so that so that's that's a concern. That's a legitimate deal. But if he's healthy, Montez Sweat and Law Two, you talk about fixing your edge position like that. I mean, Law Two at worst, if he's healthy, he's going to be a good pass rusher in the NFL. At best, he's a three-down player and a stunt like a superstar. Montez Sweat, we already have seen his impact with the Bears. Add a three-tech in free agency, I mean, you could be cooking pretty quick. I mean, you got Andrew Billings at that one-tech spot. So um, just an idea. You know, I would probably go in a different direction here uh, right now. But, again, wanted to mix it up, wanted to chain things here. I wanted to trade down, but that wasn't an option. Uh, So I went with Law, too. I think it's – uh, certainly a player that you guys need to monitor between now and the draft. Today's show is sponsored by Prize Picks, guys. Daily fantasy sports is so fun: NBA, NFL, college football, college basketball. I'm making picks every single day, and you can as well. Go to PrizePicks.com/slash/clns. Use our code CLNS to get a deposit match up to one hundred dollars. Uh, if you're watching live, I've got some picks for Monday Night Football. If you're watching this segment later on in the week, well, you're either laughing at me because I missed my picks, or you're celebrating because we made some money. Hopefully, you put this in there. Josh Allen, less than 277 and a half passing yards on Monday Night Football. I got the more than uh, rushing and receiving for Javante Williams on the rushing. Gritland Sutton Sutton on the receiving yards, 10 to win 50 bucks. If you're watching later in the week, hopefully I got some extra ched. If not, you could type LOL in the comments because I lost. PricePix.com slash CLNS. Use code CLNS to get a deposit match up to $100. Join rapper Meek Mill, comedian Andrew Schultz, and several others who are playing PrizePix on a daily basis and make some money today. PricePix.com slash clns Use code CLNS. It's just you versus the prize picks projections, and you select more or less on those projections. Oh boy, let's get spicy. Now, full disclosure, Jaden Daniels, the quarterback out of LSU, who I'm very high on all of a sudden, I actually don't think he falls to the third round. I think right now he's probably in that second round conversation. I think there's a scenario where he goes first, but The mock draft simulators are a bit of a mess. It's hard to know what his evaluation is going to be because he is a fifth-year senior. He's taken a huge leap this year, so how how do teams look at that? But you cannot ignore what the LSU quarterback has done this year. I mean, you look at the numbers, 3,100 passing, 30 touchdowns, four picks. 900 rushing yards, 900 plus, eight rushing touchdowns. What he did against Florida over the weekend with 600 total yards and five total touchdowns. I mean, he has been fantastic. And yes, I think he probably goes top two rounds, but guys slip. This isn't such an outrageous pull on this mock. I went ahead and did it because he was sitting there. Um, If you don't take a quarterback in the first round, I think drafting one on day two makes a lot of sense. Like I'm open to running it back with Justin Fields next year. But what I'm also a fan of is if you do do that, I think turning up the heat by drafting a QB in the second or third round makes a lot of sense. One, it gives you a a, a talented guy to develop moving forward. Two, if Fields isn't the guy, you've got another guy you can turn to. Sure, you could say, well, what about Bajan? Keep Bajan. Run with three quarterbacks. A lot of teams are going to be carrying three quarterbacks moving forward anyway with the emergency QB situation long term. But I look at a team like the Philadelphia Eagles drafting Jalen Hurts when they did, and they got a lot of flack for doing so. It was a great move because Carson Wentz shriveled, ended up not being the guy, had some injuries, and Hurts has taken over and been that franchise quarterback. Like, if you don't go QB in round one, I think taking one in the second or third round makes a lot of sense. You don't have a second-round pick right now, so in this case, third round. Jaden Daniels out of LSU, fast riser. I think he's a lock to go day two. Could even sneak into day one. If he's sitting there in the third round, I think it's a steal. Don't miss out. We're going to do some Bears draft targets soon. Do a video on that, maybe on our live show Thursday, so stay tuned for that. Subscribe, turn on notifications so A, you know when we go live, and B, uh, you don't miss out uh, on our videos, not only around the draft, but any other Bears content as well. Hit that sub button. We love you guys. Appreciate all the support. Okay, Georgia safety Javon Bullard, round three, pick number 69. Remember, extra third-round pick because we traded with the Patriots in this mock draft as well. Bullard um, fits the mold of an NFL-free safety. A couple of picks this year, three breakups. His PFF coverage grade is like 86, 87, one of the best in the country at the safety position. And we've talked about this for a few weeks. Eddie Jackson has played the last couple of weeks and has played okay, uh, but he's firmly a cut candidate. Now, it's not for sure he could get cut. Uh, could he restructure his deal? Does he take a pay cut if he wants to stay in Chicago? Those things are on the table, but his $18 million cap hit, which a dead cap hit would be like $5 million if they cut him, that seems like a no-brainer if he's not willing to lower that price tag for himself. So, um, If you do cut him, you need to replace him at some point. I think middle rounds of the draft could make a lot of sense to put him next to Jaquan Brisker. So, I like Bullard a lot. I think he's a guy in the second, third round that's pretty interesting. So, uh, remember him as well. Is 2023 Eddie Jackson's last year in Chicago? What do you guys think? Type one for yes, he's done after this year. Two for no, he's going to be back next year. Again, he's under contract in 2024, but cutting him saves you a whole lot of money. So one for yes, it's his last year in Chicago. Or two for no, he'll be back next year. All right, uh, five round mock draft. That's all PFF uh, their simulator does up to this point, not six or seven around. So Tate Rutledge, the offensive guard out of Georgia, uh, grading out well this year per PFF. I take him early on as like a swing guard, developmental guy that could become a starter down the road. Kyrie Jackson, the corner out of Oregon, he's a good player. 6'3", 200, he's long. Um, You know, could give you some insurance, uh, at least some more depth uh, depending on what happens with Jalen Johnson uh, this offseason. And then Tyleek Williams, the defensive tackle out of Ohio State, just love the value here. Obviously, that's the only defensive tackle I took in this mock, so ideally in this scenario, you land someone in free agency, or maybe Javon Dexter has a big second half of the season. You feel good with him, but obviously that three-tech position is something to monitor moving forward, and Tyreek Jackson is at least a developmental guy at that spot uh, that you could bring into this organization. So let me know again if you're tired, or tired of mock drafts or not. Type Y3S type in for no. Be sure to subscribe for more Bears videos.